You're listening to the Outstanding Life Podcast with your host, Johnny D, the motivational cowboy. 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 As a motivational speaker, Johnny D impacts audiences around the world with his message of living the outstanding life. He's a best-selling author, MC, and two-time Grammy-considered artist. This podcast is a place where Johnny D can introduce you to his outstanding friends and share funny, interesting, and heart-provoking stories. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Here comes your host, Johnny D. Hey everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Welcome to 2023. I am sitting here with my good friend, Joe Downing. What's up, Joe? How are you? I'm much. Glad to be here, Johnny. Happy New Year. I'm glad that you finally got a day off work. That's what I'm happy about. (laughs) Me too. And we got my good friend, Bill Melbach. What is going on, guys? Hey, Happy New Year. I tell you what, it is so nice being off for one and being able to... Uh, share the platform with with you guys. So I appreciate the day after New Year's, you guys are here hanging out, you know, talking about this past year and talking about the future, man. All right. Well, thanks for having us. uh, (laughs) Nice to meet you, Bill. Nice to meet you, too. (laughs) Guys, we're going to jump right into this. I don't know what 2023 is going to be like for you guys, but we do know what 2022 was like. So I don't have a crystal ball. But uh, I'm going I'm to start off. I, I have a couple questions here. What would you try if you knew that you could not fail in 2023? Well, one thing that comes to mind if I couldn't fail would be skydiving. Um, Whoa. <laughs> Are you serious, Joe? Yeah. I, so I like adventure, right? Um, I would love to try skydiving, but my insurance policy, my life insurance policy, would preclude me from or preclude my wife from collecting the policy should I die while skydiving. Really? Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to do that. That would be just be you know, it's totally funny irresponsible. I've me. asked people yeah. that are, you know, NASCAR drivers, yeah. IndyCar drivers and stuff like that if they can't do, the, you know, certain things. Mm-hmm. That is literally written in yeah, your policy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, for, you poor for most guy. Po- for most policies. They really? Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do that. It's I guess just, I never yeah. looked because there's no way I'm jumping out of a perfectly good yeah. airplane. Yeah, but in terms of, you know, like things that I want to try, most of the time it's that fear of failure that makes it worth trying you know yeah but that's not failure yeah. that's death <laughs> that's death that's that's right yeah like said, that's the only thing that came to mind you know <laughs> wow okay anything yeah. else joe and, and no that that's the only one where uh if i couldn't fail that's that's what popped into my mind i mean yeah. have, you, have you looked at the uh, statistics i mean most oh, of it's them very don't low fail. it's very low that people die but you can break ankles lower limbs you know just Probably not the smartest thing for me to do with uh, this stage of life. Well, people are still relying on me to a certain degree, right? Okay. I like that. Bill, how about you? Well, unlike <laughs> unlike that, my see, I've got a, uh, for the people that don't know, I've got a face for radio. So, like, I love the podcast stuff. But I also, uh, you can't see me. I'm a lat- uh, rather large person. So, uh, gravity and I don't get along. So <laughs> I would, uh, definitely, skydiving wouldn't be on my list, but mostly. Yeah, because of gravity. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about this one, and uh, it's kind of a, a strange answer. But I, uh, I, I would actually learn how to play the guitar. But like, if I couldn't fail, then I'd like, like get really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd like to. Uh, you want to be a rock star? No, I'd actually like to be one of those guys to stand on the corner and sing. I always admired yeah. that. Like, it's not about anything but that moment yeah, and then singing. And honestly, you like it or you don't, I'm singing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> drop a dollar in or, do, or don't drop it. You know, I'm playing. Wow. And, uh, so I've I like admired that. that. But also because you're mobile and you can do it anywhere. Yeah, nice. You know? Yeah. And uh, yeah. So money would be no object as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, said so can't fail. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have to like actually get any money. So anymore. I'm just curious where would you do that at? Would it be here in Michigan in December? Uh, no, I probably would, you know, yeah. Go I would, to Florida. I would, yeah, I would use that to, uh, you know, some excuse for vacation. Like, then I'll go and play fancy corners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious, what would you sing? Uh, probably like some country stuff, you know, and just something that's, uh, you know, obviously acoustic. <laughs> some old, old Merle Haggard. <laughs> I love that, guys. So skydiving, that, that's kind of crazy. Guys, what would what would you like your biggest victory to be by the end of this year? Well, this is kind of a deep one. I, I know it's a day yeah. after New Year's, but so for me that that was an easy answer because I've been working on this book that I've, that I've been writing for the last few years, and I think I'm in a position where I can say it's a realistic goal to hopefully have it completed by the end of the year. 
Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I set my goal, so I work on it a certain amount per week. Okay. So if it's not done, it's not done. I don't feel like I failed, but I'm going to at least put that effort in a certain amount, X hours per week, every week. And uh, let's see where we end up. I think that's. Do you have a title for it already? Yeah, I do. Can I swear on this podcast? <laughs> we'll just bleep it out. That's all. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a working title, but it's uh, called Wiping <laughs> in a Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So is it about nursing then? It's about nursing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's about nursing, life lessons. And I guess in the big picture, what it's really about is a. Uh, set of lessons from my patients and the circumstances that you know have uh, shown themselves to me working as a nurse, and uh, how it fits into the big picture of the pursuit of living a good life. I love that. How many pages do you think? I mean, right now I'm probably at like fifty thousand words, so it's probably going to be about an eighty thousand word book. You know, how which, many pages? I'm going to that? guess that's two to three hundred page book. Okay, yeah. so is like yeah. every chapter like a different story? Yeah, type pretty thing? much. So it's, it's really just a, a an easy series read type. of short essays with yeah. life lessons and contemplations and. Where does this leave me? So yeah. I'm just curious, how long have you been working on this project? Well, I've been working on it for three years, but um, <laughs> as any writer would say, and I don't <laughs> consider myself a writer, but um, as any writer would say, the hard part is sitting down to write. So yeah. I'll go through periods of three, four months where I don't write anything. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to quit doing that. I'm going to yeah. be more consistent with my schedule and uh, you know, knock this out because I think I got... you know. It's I more, love the title and everything. Yeah, though. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah. It's more for me than anybody teaser. else because yeah. it's just make you know. Sometimes when you sit down and articulate your thoughts, that's where you learn a lot about yourself, and that's 100%. really what it's about: is learning about me and trying to develop my own you know system, set of rules for living a good life. Have you ever authored a book? Or Never wrote? have. So this Never will be have. your first one. Yep. Yep. Let me tell you something. There is something different. You will change as a person just having that word author mm -hmm. after your name. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I've authored two books and yeah. five CDs, and there's just something cool yeah. to say. Yeah, it doesn't matter if two people bought it, yeah. or ten thousand people, or a hundred thousand yeah. people. It's just cool to, to to say that you authored a book. Yeah, you know, I'm doing it more just for self reflection than yeah. anything else. But you know, your journaling, whatever, whatever it comes along with it, <laughs> I'm I'm good with that. I yeah. love that. How about yeah. you, Bill? Actually, this is a little deeper for me. I would like to. Uh, I lost my daughter last Christmas, and uh, I'm wanting to set up a uh, uh, nonprofit uh, called Meg's Missions. So by the end of the year, if I could have that set up and we've done something great, nice for people, that would be sorry about your loss. Really good. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's yeah, that's cool though. But trying to trying to turn it into something positive and mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. So let yeah. me let me ask you this then, Bill. What advice would you like to give yourself as you begin the new year? Um. Probably the same as I've been trying to help share that my daughter gave to everybody. Is one is uh, to use hope like a force field. So uh, whatever you're going through or whatever, just you know, lean on hope. And uh, and then honestly, because I saw this, even though she had cancer, she beat cancer because she just didn't let it get to her. She didn't let it rob her moments. Like even though it took her physically, she just didn't let it steal her mind or soul or spirit or any of that. And uh, and then the other thing is just live in the moment. Because uh, that's all we really have. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's yep. a huge life lesson right there. You have to live in the moment. Yeah. Some of us forget so we, much. We learned that uh, together uh, because we knew, like, even if it's coming, you know, impending doom is coming. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get me, but you don't get me now. Yeah. So I have my now. Yeah. And, and I know we had a lot of nows. That's nice, yeah. and that's that's nice that she had hope until the end. Man, yeah. I, I oh, see yeah. I see that so often, and that's so inspiring when you see somebody that they they know the end's coming, but yeah. they still have that that hope, and they oh, still exactly. are enjoying each moment they have, even though they might be suffering. And man, I just that's that's inspiring. Yeah, so I'm trying to actually live that out myself because I, I I I feel bad now because she inspires me, mm -hmm. but so now I've. Just I don't feel like I live up. To <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're doing your yeah. best, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. No, that's exactly. great. How about you, Joe? What advice would you give yourself? Well, so, since you're, yeah, you know, it's funny, and I, I bet a lot of your listeners would say this too that they they feel like they're friends with you, even though they've never met you. Yeah. And I'm a podcast junkie, and yeah. I feel like I have tons of friends <laughs> that I've never met and they don't even know I exist. But one one of the best pieces of advice I heard on a podcast this year was about creating a small identity, which I thought was just brilliant because, 
you know, so many of us are so wrapped up in our own identities, right? You know, we're yeah. the we're the progressive or we're the mega Republican or we're the Christian or we're the Muslim or, you know, we're this or that. And it's like, man, I like that idea of a small identity where you really can't pinpoint what it is that I am. And, and by that, I mean, it's easier for me to have conversations with people of totally different persuasions because they don't really know where I'm coming from. So they're more honest with me. Yeah. They're less, you know, afraid to say the wrong thing. And it leads to more interesting discussions, number one. And number two, it makes it easier for me to change my mind about things. Because, you know, like a lot of times, let's just say for conversation's sake, if you're a progressive and you're having a conversation about the minimum wage and you're thinking, huh, that makes sense. But you can't admit it because your team wouldn't allow that. <laughs> right. right. And if I want to be on this team, I can't, I can't allow that. So not being on a team allows me to change my mind. I love that advice. And that's something that I've practiced for years. Mm -hmm. If you look at my social media and stuff like that, I do not put stuff out there because mm -hmm. I want to get along with everybody. Right. Right. But I also want to learn from everybody. Yeah. And I don't want yeah. people to say, well, you can't think like that because yeah. I think like that. Yeah. And, 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 and that person, and it turns into an argument. It's like, yeah. no, it's like, yeah. I want to learn from everybody yeah. as much as, you know, just like having people on the show. Yeah. It's like, it, it's cool to have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, that's, that's the way I, I look at it. Um, but, it, you know, some people might confuse that with if you don't stand for something, you stand for nothing. Yeah. And I don't look at it that way at all. Right. I, I stand for I want to get along with people. I want to learn from people. I want to be part of that big team of humanity, not a specific team yeah. where I can't get along with the other team. I just think that's unproductive. So let me, let me, let me ask you this. What advice could you give the people that mm -hmm. feel like they have to be on that team to always root for their team? Don't be on a team. Try, try, try hard to not be on a team. Yeah. I mean, that's, I just, I yeah, I love that. You know, it's just, we're all in this game together, right? This yeah. game called life. And, uh, you know, it's just, I just don't see where it serves a purpose to be so wrapped up into your own ideology that you just will not listen to the other person. Yeah. Because there's a lot of wisdom out there. Where, the, where, the, where that wisdom comes from might be in the most uh, unexpected places. And yeah. If you're not listening, 100%. you're going to miss it. You have no idea how many people I meet. And I just, that has been like an obstacle for me because mm -hmm. I talk for a living. So people expect you to talk. Yeah. But now it's like, I want to spend more time listening. Yeah. yeah. And, and no, it's tough I, because people expect me to be, take over the conversation yeah. because of what I do and stuff like that. But I, you know, the old cliche, you learn more when you listen than when you talk. You, you don't <laughs> learn when your mouth's moving. Right? Exactly. 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 Great advice, Joe. Um, and, and, and that's exactly why I had you guys come over and, and talk about New Year's. Like everybody just wants to sit around and make all these, you know, um, um, resolutions. And mm -hmm. But 80% of them fail by mm -hmm. February. Yep. No matter what you do, what, what you put your mind to, you know, and, and I think it's important for people to to just listen to small stories from from us sitting here right now, because if we can do it and we found a way to overcome certain obstacles, then they can as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to be 80% right. of people that fail. Right. I want to be the 20% that succeeds. And I just keep chopping away a little bit every single day. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. go, hey, oh my God, I'm gonna lose a hundred pounds by I don't need to lose a hundred pounds, but you know yeah. what I mean? It's like I, I don't put those ridiculous goals out yeah, there. Yeah, you either. gotta ch chop them up into small achievable chunks, right? Yeah. What uh, let me ask you guys this. What would you be most happy about completing this year? Well, for me, certainly would be completing the book. The book, yeah. But again, I'm not going to get wrapped up in the completion of it as long as I meet my goals, that I work on it X hours per week, yep. every week. So do you journal doing that weeks. stuff? I do. Yeah. yeah I, I keep just a little check marks, you know? Yeah. I, I, I love I, that. I got, a, I got a list of a number of check marks, <laughs> and I check them off. Now, do you have somebody that holds you accountable as well? Mm -mm. Just you? Just me. Do you yeah. need any, you know, some people say that they need people yeah. to. I've read that. I've read that. I've, you know, I've, like a lot of people say, you put their weight on Instagram because, yeah. you know, they want to be held accountable to it. I don't, I don't feel that I need to. Um, I had a, a, you know, a number of goals last year and I missed on all of them by a smidge. <laughs> a smidge. And that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> 
but yeah. you're a better person because uh, yeah. you you I, tried. Yeah. I, you know? I, I tried like hell, and and again, you know, getting back to your, the hey, first thing we talked about. Were you joking though when you just said that? No, no, not at all. No, no. one of my goals. I mean, just a stupid goal. I try yeah. to keep my brain going, so I I tried to do 500 calculus problems over this past year. I did 484. So I'm pretty happy with that, right? <laughs> That's great. What a loser. Uh, he only did 484 calculus <laughs> problems. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. So, so, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Does that motivate you when, when you look at something and you look at that, that number, 484, yeah. and you're like, man, if I just sat down for three hours to knock that out? Yeah, not really. Or were you just happy no, with the 485? That, that's Close. And the whole goal wasn't to do 500. Right, of course. The whole right, goal yeah. was to keep my brain going. Well, isn't learn it, new things. Isn't that a life lesson, though, for everybody listening right now yeah. for 2023 yeah. is don't give up. And if you don't make it, who cares? Who cares? Right. You still yeah. tried. I worked exactly. towards the goal. I never gave up on it. Just ran out of time. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. what's yeah. that old adage? We didn't lose. We just, you know, we were behind when the time ran out. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> How about you, Bill? So, Johnny, can I go back and change my first answer? Uh, yeah, if please. If can't fail, I want to learn calculus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not me. I, I don't think I could get to four. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this then. Pick three words to describe this past year. And before you guys answer, mm-hmm. I'm going to answer this one All because right. um, I think it's very important for those words are important. And I, I wrote down two. The first one is know your worth. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is in your life, know your worth. And the second one is literally just the word outstanding, patience, and focus. Great. Great. So, so what do you mean by patience? Cool. Well, for me personally... Yeah. Um, I'm the kind of guy that just wants to get things done. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I come up with an idea. I want mm-hmm. to get things done. But I realize that, listen, if it sits there for a week or mm-hmm. it sits on the shelf for a two weeks, don't get bent out of shape about it. Yeah, I'm so focused on getting things done that I forget to have fun. Yeah. And sometimes the idea gets better if you let it ruminate 100%. a little bit. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a good drink, yeah, or a good bottle right of wine, or <laughs> right. good whiskey. Right. Not that alcohol has anything to do with Nothing. anything, guys. I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how about you, Joe? Well, can I can I have a mulligan and get four words? Yeah, I'll, right. I'll, I'll give you four. I would say he's always breaking the rules. These four words <laughs> better than I deserve. And oh. what I mean by that, I had a really good year. You know, when I hear you know somebody's story like Bill that's lost two people very close to him. You know, nothing like that happened to me. Right. I just had a, a really good year. Um, you know, it's about mindset too, right? You know, I could tell you, oh, what a crappy year. You know, I could tell you about my stock portfolio this past year. <laughs> that would you know, bring me to tears, but I'm not going to dwell on that. You know yeah. I mean? It just it took a beating. I lost more money than we, my wife and I earned combined, but <laughs> right. I don't care. Right. I don't care. Yeah. We had a great year. I mean, you know, we were healthy. We did a lot of fun things. Our son got married. Good year. So yeah. I'm not going to complain, you know? So they always say that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and, I, and I think that's so and, important. You know, I was, my wife and I were talking last night and I said, you know, on Christmas Day, I was complaining to my brother-in-law. <laughs> I, had, I had a long story short, I had a rental car for seven weeks and this rental car was the biggest pile of crap I've ever driven in my life. And I was on Christmas Day, I'm telling my brother-in-law all about these stupid little problems with this rental car and then i just stopped myself and thought man if that's the worst thing i'm complaining about i've had a pretty darn good year so yeah Yeah, at least you had a car yeah no more no complaints i got a roof over my head food in the belly job i love going to great family friends you know life is good isn't that funny when um and it doesn't matter what you have where you are in Mm -hmm. life you know as long as you're happy I, you know what? I, I know that, that that people that don't have money in the bank mm-hmm. will say, well, but you don't know what it's like. Mm-hmm. I do know. First of all, I, I have followed a dream and I know what it's like to be broke, but I was broke and unhappy. Mm-hmm. To be broke and happy, I would take that over having money Agreed. any day because I know so many people that have so much money and they are miserable. Yeah. And in, 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 my, in my point to any of this, I know we're kind of going off, you know, a different way, but 
you know, if you're listening to this and, and you say to yourself, well, I need more money to be happy, you need to find something else to be happy about and not let it be the money. Agreed. You know? Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So you got four. How about you, Bill? Well, Three words. Stay on your thing for just a second. <laughs> I think one thing that I've learned this past year is, uh, it's a little metaphysical, but uh, so when the people focus on the fact that they, <clears throat> excuse me, don't have the money, then the universe kind of responds to that. And you keep getting what you're seeing. You know, you're, I, I'm saying I don't have money. I'm thinking I don't have money. I'm behaving as if I don't have money. So all these things, how can you possibly get in that mindset? <laughs> yeah. So they have to shift over this mindset. So they actually feel like they have abundance. So it's not, I'm, I might not have money, but I have a family. I, and I, have, I have people I care about. And I have this and I have that. And I have a thing that I'm passionate about. And so if all that shifts, then the universe kind of responds and starts rewarding you in a sense that these things start appearing you then you start having abundance because you're already living in it so in a sense it, we're kind of getting what we what we put out we're kind of like getting a mirror response yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so, so i love yeah, that because it, it, it's it's so true though yeah it's really like i mean you know I, uh when you when you when you're talking i was just thinking to myself fake it until you make it i mean i literally had the business card that said motivational speaker before i gave one talk yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and, right. and, I, and i had to fail 40 sometimes or maybe not fail but you know work on my craft till sure. i got paid for it you know which was 40 times you know getting up and speaking for free so sometimes just like bill said you have to have that mindset i mean you can't pay your bills i get it you can't pay yeah, your bills yeah. with, with with a great attitude mm-hmm. But you can do a lot. What, what, what's what's that old cliche? You can teach a man, a man. Wait, what is it um, about fishing? Oh, you can teach a man to fit. Wait, you yeah, feed a like man can, a fish. You feed him for a day. Teach yeah, a man to fish. You teach him for, or you feed him for a lifetime. So many yeah, people yeah. miss out on that opportunity, yeah. and and I believe personally, the younger generation, you know, they're always looking for that next best thing instead yeah. of sticking with one thing and making it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many people just want to go for that quick buck. So there's one thing that I've always admired about you, Johnny, and, and in what you do in your life, and it's your passion to motivate. And then when you think about how arrogant it is to think, like, well, who am I to motivate somebody? Like, yeah. Like, think about that. Like, yeah. what am I going to tell somebody to change their My life? My dad told me that and all the always, time, Bill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, but, but see, but I have that uh, respect for what you do and because what I've seen on the other end is that it is like magic that they could walk in a room before you speak and they could leave motivated mm-hmm. and it's like what i mean literally what happened when you think about yeah. it what happened is it magic is it voodoo i mean like like what is it it's motivation i mean you literally can change lives get people to just like flick that switch in their brain yeah and so you spend your life helping other people basically like turn the switch on in their brain to it's like to believe yeah yep. my life can be different tomorrow yeah. my life yeah. could be different and, and the drop of a hat you know and that's why both of you are sitting here today talking about 2022 and what we're going to do in 2023. And I know you're writing a book. Mm -hmm. Do you read a lot as well? I read a lot. So let me ask you guys this then. What were some of the best books you read this past year? Well, uh, boy, I've read so many and some of them are really great. But the one that sticks out the most is called The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. Okay. Um, It was, I heard about him on a podcast. (laughs) I read the book. It was fantastic. Um, the, the gist of it is that we are evolved creatures. We've evolved uh, through the process of um, you know hunting and hu- hunting and gathering. We're designed to be under stress, right? We're in the, designed to be under physical and mental stress. And the lives we now lead have very little in terms of physical and or real mental stress. Mm-hmm. And as a result, we're poorly conditioned for these artificial stresses. I don't, mean, I don't mean to belittle the stresses that people feel, but the stress of looking at social media, media and feeling inadequate is an artificial stress mm-hmm. compared to wondering where your next meal is going to come from when you miss the hunt. Right. right? Um, so the, the gist of the book is that you need to put yourself under some physical stresses. You need to put yourself under some mental stresses. And th- this was really interesting. You need boredom. You need to be bored at times. That's where your innovation comes from. That's where your in- introspection comes from. And we almost never do that, right? 100%. If I sit there, I'm like starting to get a little bored. I reach right into yeah. my pocket. I grab that phone and I start rifling through right. articles or yeah. Facebook or whatever. Yeah. It's like, um, that's another New Year's resolution. Spend a little time being bored. 
Wow. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I, like I that love one. that. How about you, Bill? I like that one. I, uh, I mean, I hate to admit this. I'm I'm actually into more of a um, what I call the rabbit hole. <laughs> I I start off, I'll watch probably like 30 different YouTube videos on a subject, and then I will narrow it down to like four or five books, and then I'll I'll read like five or six specific chapters in four or five different books. All right. That's <laughs> so, all right. so I I go backwards, what? like I don't read yeah. like one book. I, I I go down these rabbit holes. Yeah. But uh, and then I'll actually. Um, get out like big boards and things make notes on mm-hmm. all these because then my brain just starts going like and then i heard something in one and i'll tie it together and then for months i can just yeah. like, go back to any rabbit hole and you know yeah start start uh putting all the ideas the pieces together yeah. sort of like a big puzzle but yeah but uh so i've read a lot of books but not actually all the way through all right. <laughs> nice yeah well that that was one thing that i thought about last year and i wanted to sit down and read mm-hmm. more I am a lot like you, Bill. I have four or five books in my living room or, you know, I'll take on the road with me and I'll read a little bit from each one Um, just because of the, there are four different kinds of books Mm -hmm. and I get something totally different Mm -hmm. out of them when I need something different that day. But one of them is um, that I've been reading a lot and I just absolutely love this book and uh, it's called uh, What a Long Strange It's Been and it's by Dr. Jeffrey Neal and Dr. Jeff, he... um, uh, he was a teacher. He was in yeah. education. I remember this book. Yeah, he was. Yeah. On, the guy was on my podcast. Okay, and um, uh, he's actually going to be be on again, uh, talking a little bit more about it. But it's kind of set up the same way as your book, mm-hmm. um, Joe. And that is, you know, every chapter is a new story. Yeah. So you can jump into it at any time, and you don't feel like, oh, I I have to go back and read this because right, right. it's a new story. But just a great, great book that um, I looked at the book and it was like. I don't know, 500 pages. Matter yeah. of fact, it's it's right here. So when yeah. he sent it to me, I was like, I haven't read a book this big in a long time. <laughs> but yeah. it is, it's 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 one of those books that you cannot put down. Right. So what I'm going to do is today, Joe, this is a brand new book. I'm yeah. going to gift this to you. All right. Well, thank and then you. what I want you to do yep. after you're done reading it is not to keep it. I want you to re-gift it to somebody else. All right. So, Fair enough. I can do that. Very cool. Nice present for great. 2023. Not that you don't have enough books, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but great book. You can and, never uh, read too much. And, and and that's one of those things that uh, just for me is I'm so high strung to sit down and read. Mm-hmm. Now I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and I get done and I'm like refreshed. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's almost, it, this is weird, but it's almost like going to the gym and working out. Yeah. Is to sit down and read. Let yeah. me ask you guys this. In what ways or way did you grow emotionally? And while you guys are thinking about that, mm-hmm. I wrote down, um, for me personally, don't let the small things bother me. So many people get so worked up, including myself, that it's like one of those things that I tried all year and I'm going to try even harder this year is you know, don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. Right. It really is. I mean, I I hate to say that it's just that easy, but it really is. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I I guess I look at it the same way and I do that much too frequently as I let let the things that are out of my control bring me down. And I've done a lot better at it, but I still have a long way to go. Um, And it's really just comes down to the wisdom of understanding what is in your control and what is not in your control. And you know, my wife's a great corrector of me on this. You know, where I, I'll get fired up because of something somebody else is doing. And she's like, why do you care? Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you care? It's, it has nothing to do with you. You're getting fired up over something that doesn't affect you in any way, shape, or form. What's the point? She's yeah. Like, and I always take a step back. It's like, yep. Yep. And, you're right. And we hate when they're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. No, she's, she's good for me. Yeah. Guys, what was the most challenging part of your work, both professionally and at home? Yeah, in my work, I guess it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's that, that right back to what we were just talking about is understanding what is in your control and what's not in your control, right? And I'm unfortunately around a lot of people that are, they're not doing well, right? Mm-hmm. They're sick. Oh, yeah. uh, a lot are, you know, heading towards the end. And for um, those of you that don't know, Joe is a nurse. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have been more clear about that. But yeah, um, people that are sick. And, um, you know, 
it's easy to let their problems get you down. Um, but you just have to look at the, you know, whether the glass is half full, the glass is half empty. And the, the half full part is I can, I can help them, as you were talking about, Bill, hope. I can help yeah. them hope, yeah. um, be compassionate, be empathetic, um, do the best I can to make their experience with me as positive as possible um, without letting it bring me down, right? Yeah, because yeah. we're all ultimately facing the same end. We're all going to meet meet our end, yep. some sooner than others. And I meet so many people that are, you know, hopefully, in theory, a lot closer than I am. And uh, it's just, you know, I want to I wanna enjoy all the moments I got left and not dwell on what is inevitably going yeah, to be true. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about that, I mean... When a nurse or a doctor walks mm-hmm. into your room at the hospital, they feed off your energy. Mm-hmm. They, They're looking at you as, you know, you're the one that's not sick. Yeah. I don't want to come in, you know, I don't want to hear your crap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's also, I admire what you do because of that. And it's, um, my daughter ended up, uh, like in the last couple of weeks of her life, she's mostly in the hospital. And so when you don't know what, what day you're checking out. Yeah. Um, that time you have with those nurses, I mean, that is their last minutes, their yeah. last moments with people yeah. on earth. And we were fortunate enough to have so many that just cared that um, they were aware of the situation, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, and and even if they can't give you that long-term hope, they can at least, you know, they were getting her through the, the day. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important to... You know, to approach yeah. it like like you want to, because it's it makes all the difference yeah. in the world that someone's only got a few days left. Yeah, you know, you might be the last person they're actually right. spending that time with, right. and um, that's a that's a good uh, good way to look at it. For me, it's it's kind of crazy, but the traveling part mm-hmm. of my job, I spend so much time in airports, yeah, and going from point A to point B, that that was probably the most challenging part of my year and for the the last yeah. 20 years, but to learn how to deal with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you spend so much time layovers, yeah. this and that, and, you know, and it takes a lot. You know, I love what I get to do for a living. Yeah. I love the time on stage. I love that's. I, I always tell people, you don't pay me yeah. to go and motivate your, your people. Yeah. You pay me to travel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. 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 Yeah, airports are interesting places, though, aren't they? I yeah. mean, they stress me out. Don't let me kid you. I mean, I don't enjoy them. I used to travel for a living yeah. as well. Um, but now that I'm out of that, I'm rusty, and it all makes me nervous, brings me a level of anxiety that I would prefer to not have. But when I'm sitting there checked in, ready to go, ready to board a plane, I love sitting there and watching people. The, oh, the yeah. Airports are some of the most fascinating places to 100%. just people watch. And just real quick, uh, for those of you that want to learn more about Joe, go back into the Outstanding Life uh, podcast archives, and there is a podcast talking about Joe's life. I mean, it is an amazing podcast. So, um, again, Joe Downing, the podcast right here on um, Outstanding Life podcast. Go listen to it. Guys, what's the biggest thing you've learned this past year? And this was kind of deep, but for me... um, I think that the biggest thing that I learned this past year is that the quality of your thoughts determines the quality of your life. And it's kind of funny because that's exactly what I think that we've been talking about for the last 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Bill? What do you, what do you say about that one? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm right there with him on that. Uh, the, how, how you think about it um, is uh is definitely going to be the driving the driving force for me. It's I, I don't know. It's different. I, I had to adapt or adapt to uh, grief. So yeah, I now have a. Uh, I, I say I have a uh, like a partner. I have a like grief is now my constant companion. <laughs> so and wow. I don't know when it's going to get triggered, but it's just waiting. Yeah, for something to get it's triggered. always lurking. Yeah, yeah. So I think honestly, getting to deal with it and uh, not not listening to anybody else, and the only one thing I've tried to help share with others is that your, your grief is personal. I mean, it's, it's, you know, people, people have got to handle it uh, their own way. Yeah. Sorry. You had to go through all that. That's, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, mine would just go back to 
yeah, what we talked about yeah. before about the small. It's small kind of identity. funny. All yep. like everything is coming full circle. Yeah. But I had, a, you know, I was reading a, one of Jonathan Haidt's books, and it, it, you know, th- this quote he quoted in his book was from some fifth century Buddhist philosopher. But it it just made me think about the small identity thing. And he says that the perfect way is only difficult for those who pick and choose. Do not like, do not dislike. All will then be clear. Make the hairbreadth difference, and heaven and earth are set apart. If you want the truth to stand before you, don't be for or against. The struggle between for and against is the mind's worst disease. Whoa. So again, before and against, you know, be for something, be against something. Just be be patient. Yeah. Listen. Be wow. open to new ideas. That's pretty awesome. Well, for me on that point, uh, I think it's this is a critical point that you're making. And you made it earlier in terms of like being open to other people's, mm-hmm. you know, and I think because what we're what we're not really seeing and what people don't really understand is that there's a division in a country before reason, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of push on this. Mm-hmm. So it's not like by accident you didn't just wake up and think, gee, it'd be nice to just take her side. Yeah, you know, I'd love to wear a red hat today. You know, yeah. I really want to lean to the right. Yeah, you know, and I want to get very very conservative. You know, all these things are being pushed. Yeah. And so all these deep fears, and, and the, the problem is everything, whether you're, they're selling you makeup or I'm selling you politics, yeah. they got to get down to this deep-rooted part of your brain to deal with the fear. Yeah. Because I want you to feel all this anxiety, and I want you to feel all this yeah. stress. No, I, I, so the I way that you're agree. talking about it there is it's just so, so important that this year, truth has to matter. Yeah. And at some point, getting to realize, like, yeah, how do I separate from their crap? Not it's not it's honestly it's a difficult well, this, challenge. This, this thing that I'm hearing about how we're so divided. It's like yeah. you go to the grocery store. Yeah. It's not like that out here. No, Jack. it's not. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's You're not right. like this out here. No, no. <laughs> in fact, that's the one thing I, I would like to do this year is get on something and be able to scream like, you know, it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is not our real America. Yeah, <laughs> real America's different colors. Yes. You know, and all different types of people. Yep. You know, and guess what? We're all being very polite to each other. Right. Right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Guys, in 2022, what is one of your, or what was one of your favorite movies that came out that you went and watched so does this have to be a 2022 movie or can it just be no, a just movie something you watched watch? yeah so this one caught me totally off guard because Teresa and I we go watch a lot of movies mm-hmm. we're you know just enjoy movies tremendously um but Cruella um so you know when when she took Told me we were going to watch this. I'm like thinking back to you know the movie with Glenn Close from when my kids were yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. with all the Dalmatians, and it was it was obviously based on that story, but it was just so well done with Emma Thompson and Emma Stone. So I'm know, trying not to laugh at Joe because yeah. I just ran. So yeah. what was that a Disney movie? Yeah, it was. But but the the two great parts about it. One one it's about the story of revenge. Revenge, you know, they say revenge is sweet. Well. It's just not, right? And that's what the underlying message of the story was. Revenge is not sweet, number one. And number two, movies as art, right? And I've never seen a movie that had music interjected at appropriate times better than this movie did. Any movie that can use Iggy Pop well (laughs) is all right in my book. (laughs) I love that. For me, I guess, you know, when I thought about this, it would have to be Top Gun. I felt like a teenager walking back in there, you know, uh, yeah, the whole, I mean, the girl that I, that I took was my high school sweetheart. I mean, it was like, (laughs) it was like one of those things. It was like, yeah, it couldn't be any more perfect than than going to see. I I enjoyed that one as well. It was a very very good movie. Yeah. How about you, Bill? Did you see any? I, I didn't get to get out to many movies, so but one of the favorite. I actually watched a series more. Well, I had a favorite series called eighteen ninety three, and it was a spinoff of the show Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Oh, is, is that the one uh, Tim McGraw was in? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. That yeah. was amazing. They 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 got me right from the beginning, uh, and I like um, related to the thing because the one of the lead characters. Uh, the, it starts the show by the the guys. Um, lost his uh, wife mm-hmm. and daughter from mm-hmm. a, from a oh. disease or something like that back then, and so. But anyway, it just like and they just like had their foot to the gas like through the mm-hmm. whole show. So it was uh, it was really good, and I waited for every episode and except the the, 
Well, oh, it's I not a spoiler now, but the girl at the end dies. She was near. <laughs> okay. To this day, to this spoiler day, alert. Well, to this day, I still haven't been able to watch the last episode. Uh, because, so, yeah. did you binge watch the whole thing, I or did, did binge- you wait for them to come out? Well. I binge watched like to a point, and then they weren't all out at that point. So then I waited, and then but then the last one came out, and I I just couldn't watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, the biggest lesson that you've learned this past year, and I, I'm just going to go first on this okay. one, and and that is, you know, I wrote down a couple things, and that is, um, walk your own path. You know, and it goes back to what I said earlier. You know, know your worth. You know, but for you, whatever you're planning on doing, you know. Walk your own path. Another thing that I learned this past year is if you're younger and listening to this, take care of your health earlier, mm-hmm. you know, which so many people say that later on in life. But if you have the opportunity, take care of your health now. Another one I wrote down is live and let live. And good things don't come easy. Yeah, that's that's very good. Um I guess yeah. You know, one of the biggest lessons I learned is that you can have a tremendous amount of joy in your life from seeing other people have joy 100%. in their lives. One hundred percent. I just know, got one goosebumps. Of, one of the, the most beautiful moments of my entire year was uh, my my son got married this year, and uh, we were in the hotel the morning after their wedding, and my new daughter in law at that point, you know, somebody just asked her, "So how how's it going?" She's just like. You know, it's so funny because my son's sitting next to her. She drug him out of bed. I mean, he was so obliterated. I mean, he was so hungover, just a zombie. And she's just like, that was the best day of my life. And I thought, man, that's the way it should be. Your wedding day should be the best day of your life. And just the joy I had from seeing the fun that they had and just seeing how wonderful that day was for them. It's like, oh, man, it was just great. That that just took me back a little bit. And and, um, I'll never forget taking my daughter to, you know, uh, Cedar Point Mm -hmm. when she was a kid. And she says, she used to say, Dad, why are you not, you know, riding the rides Mm -hmm. with me? I said, Dad's having more fun sitting here watching you and your girlfriends ride the rides yeah. than you would ever imagine. Yeah. And people yeah. don't realize that. I love seeing people happy. Yeah, yeah. You know? and sometimes it's even just strangers. It's, when, it's, when you're seeing just, just seeing a person you don't even know that are just you know, yeah. having a moment. Just, I do that every great. day, especially with the whole you know outstanding. You yeah. know, people are like, hey, how are you? Outstanding. And people go, oh, yeah. my, what kind of drugs is this guy yeah. on? You know what I mean? And yeah. they're like, wow, are you really really feeling that way? Yeah. I'm like, 100%. You yeah. know? And they're like, wow. Yeah, sometimes it's just that little interaction <laughs> with the person working behind the counter in the gas station or, you know, your uh, waiter um, or, you know, table server at a restaurant or your bartender, whatever the case may yeah. be. You know, just th- those interactions in life and just, you know, trying to make somebody's day brighter or them making your day brighter. Man, that's that's just one of the best parts of life. Best advice you received this year? Yeah. So again, I hate to keep beating on the same thing, but man, I just, I just love that. Um, well, you know what? Let me, let me, let me switch it up a little bit. So this, you know, can take me a couple of minutes. I'll make it as quick as I can. But again, it came from a podcast, and I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson. But there's a lot of stuff that he says that just drives me out of my mind. I mean, he picks fights that I think are unnecessary. But my wife had me watch this one podcast where he was talking with this scholar that it was a uh, scholar of Islam. And they were talking about religion back and forth. And, you know, for those of you that don't know Jordan Peterson, he's a very cryptic on what he really believes in terms of religions. And this Islamic scholar is saying to him, if I were to show you objective proof uh, that Muhammad is the greatest of all prophets, would you convert to Islam? And before Jordan Peterson could answer, I'm like, well, that's a good, if there's an objective truth to prove, I'm an objective truth sort of guy, to prove that your religion's right, I would convert. Jordan Peterson said, No, I wouldn't. And he said, because there are some truths that are worth more than objective truths. And he said, I would put more weight on the truth of the practitioners, on the actions of those that practice the religion, than on the objective truth. And I thought, man, that was good. That was good advice, you know, about the actions of the practitioners. I love that. Yeah, me too. Wow. So, guys, with just a couple minutes left, you know, I want to end this podcast with, with, showing people how they can improve themselves this year. We kind of went through and talking about what we did last year, the goals and stuff that we set for ourselves. Let me ask you guys this. How should people 
improve themselves. And we're going to end the podcast with this. And, and I'll, I'll say a couple, then you guys can jump in here. But, um, you know, one, I, I, w- I would say meditate, not medicate. Yeah. <laughs> meditate. Set goals. And I know you hear this all the time, but I mean, set real goals. Um, read daily. Just like I, I know, Bill, you brought that up. I brought it up. Joe brought it up. You know, read daily, even if it is just a little bit, even if it is just a paragraph, you, you'll love it. I promise you. Judge less, eat healthy. And Joe, I'll let yep. you go ahead. Well, there's a, a great book. It's called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends Upon It. Um, which it really does. Yeah, 100%. Um, wake up early, you know, get at it. Um, keep track of what you're doing, right? Keep track of what you're doing. Write down your goals. Write down your progress towards your goals. So important. And if you got some habits that you need to change, well, put a new habit in their place. 100%. Bill? Yeah, I'd start off with, uh, like you were saying, meditate, definitely, because uh, prayer and meditation, it's all the same. And everything is all about looking within. And the most important to me would be loving yourself, because uh, honestly, I think more more people have stories in their in their past of mistreatment or whatever. And I think we spend very little time as a society training or tell, training people how to love themselves. So I think if you could go into twenty twenty three, learning how to love yourself, meditate, and breathe, pay attention to the fact that you're you're, you're very unaware of your own breath that our breath is something it's just involuntary it's just something we do but you can control your thoughts emotions and everything through the uh, the way that you breathe i love that yeah and then uh, also have, have a vision it says create a vision board uh, have a vision for what you'd like to see happen how it would benefit your life those are so that. important yeah vision boards are awesome yeah um start a new routine learn how to invest don't make excuses stop procrastinating Review your finances. So important for this year. Um, focus on the positive. Joe? Change your attitude. You know, a positive <laughs> attitude goes a long way. And when you really think about what it is that we can control in life, our attitude is one of the very few things that we have complete control over. And one day at a time, right? I love that. One yeah. day at a time. You I'd know, say uh, believe in yourself. Uh, it goes back to loving yourself, but belief and believing that you can do anything that you have vision and have success or unsuccess, but passion for that you could do. And a uh, big one, don't compare yourself to others. Uh, this is the Instagram uh, and TikTok and all that. So important. Uh, it's set up to put the best life that's not actually real forward. So don't compare yourself to uh, to Instagram lives. You know, another one for me is uh, leave your comfort zone. Don't like stop being comfortable. Do something that makes you uncomfortable. See failure as opportunity. Uh, Just like Bill said, create a vision board. Uh, Make a bucket list. I think it's important for people to make a bucket list. Um, Joe, go ahead. You know, I'm going to add one to your bucket list. How about an unbucket list? Oh, getting rid of some real things good. that are not adding value to your life. One hundred percent. Vices. It's great to have uh, a bucket bad list. Bad habits. Get, it's great know. that it takes them off that yeah, list. Absolutely. And the thing that I think has added more value to my own happiness than anything else is a practice of gratitude. Ooh, good take, one. Take yes. the time to say, "Hey, this is what I got to be grateful for today." You know, whether it be the people around you. Just the fact that you have a roof over your head, that you got a meal in your stomach, friends that you're talking to, much like we we are doing right now. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for this, this yeah, moment. Yeah, me too. I love that. You know, another one for me is focus on, on a passion. Have a passion. Not the way you look. That's not what I'm talking about. But, you know, I mean, you know, work out and feel good. Not to be thinner. Like, it is good to just go out for a walk, not to lose weight or do anything else, to get out, start working out. I promise you that makes you feel good. You know, stop gossiping. I know people say that all the time, but, you know, that's another thing that just drives me crazy and people need to, you know, do less of it. Um, go ahead, Bill. Uh, well, eat healthy is is fantastic. I was eating healthy a lot with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And basically, was the kind of vegetarian and you can make anything taste amazing. Um and in, along that line, though, is to also think think and be healthy before you actually get there. So it's not an actual goal to me to, like like you said, it's not like lose 100 pounds. It's to start start 
small. Start where you're at and start thinking healthy. Start being being healthy, and then everything will start to show. It, you know, it's kind of like backwards. Um, give a compliment every single day to somebody, to a random person, maybe somebody in your house. That's a big one, Johnny. My daughter used to do that, and I didn't know that until later on. Uh, and I happened to mention that she liked glasses, and and then I've got like a ton of people telling me how she used to compliment them every day, mm-hmm. and she'd see them at work, and she'd and the people at the store, you know, she'd comment on their nails, and it actually made people feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love that, Bill. Just to take a step back here, when uh, Jen said uh, to focus on your passion and not the way you look, do you believe for one minute that his passion isn't the way he looks? Look at him, man. <laughs> the guy's like a vision. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, I've, I've said this about him before. If not, if I looked like him, I'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> And one last thing, you know, call a friend. Paul Newman eyes and everything. (laughs) Call a friend instead of texting them. Yeah, I, you know, so many people. I'm just going to end this, this with this, and and that is, pick up the phone. So many people these days forget that a phone call, you know, is so important, man. I mean, I know that there's there's a time and a place to text somebody, but pick up the phone and just call somebody. And if they're not, if if they're busy, leave a message. Mm-hmm. I know Joe. I do it to you all the yeah, time. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, hey, I'm just just that. just thinking about you, Bill. I do it to you as Absolutely. well. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, but, but it's I one share, of those can things. Can I share that, one? He does call me on my birthday, and he actually sings "Happy Birthday" to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, a lot of times it's meant more than I ever told you, just because it's just so. I know because you, you, he's normally normally in some other town doing all these important yeah. things and. And here he's calling me, you know, telling me happy birthday. Well, guys, I can't thank you enough for hanging out, you know, talking about last year, giving some people some hope for this year. And uh, thanks again, Joe Downing. And those of you, again, go back, listen to Joe's podcast, get to know. And his story is amazing. Bill, um, you know, again, you seems like you're a regular right now. It's like being home <laughs> these last couple months. It's, it's kind of nice to, you know, share the uh, platform with other people. Again, everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy, telling you, be safe, have fun, and have yourself an outstanding day. We'll see you next week right here on the Outstanding Life Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Outstanding Life Podcast. Follow Johnny D on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Motivational Cowboy. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, advertise, or would like to make a donation, please visit MotivationalCowboy.com. And remember to have an outstanding day. Hey, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Are you planning a conference, convention, meeting, assembly, or any live event that needs a guest speaker? I would love to be a part of it. For more information, visit MotivationalCowboy.com. And don't forget to check out my Outstanding Life podcast every Sunday here on Dirt Road Radio, KYDT 103.1 FM and KBFS 1450 AM. Have an outstanding day.